You're listening to Nick's Not Creative, a podcast where I go around interviewing people far more creative than myself, talk to them a little bit about what makes them tick, dive into their creative process just a little bit, or, you know, just talk to them about their day. actually going through the process of driving down there, registering it, getting tags for it, and driving it back all on the same day. Nice. Sounds like, a, uh, sounds like a longer day. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Uh, so yeah, you're listening to uh, Nick's Not Creative. I'm your host, Nick Einsman. I'm with uh, Joseph Boniface. How's it going, man? How's it going, Nick? Oh, you know, I can't complain. Can't complain. Uh, so Joe and I met, what was it, three... Four years ago at this point. Wow, that's I feel old. Uh through a mutual two mutual <laughs> friends, uh Jack Swimer and Joe Murphy, um, while they were doing an internship down in Hasbro, and you were also interning at Hasbro during this time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Like Jack and I were uh, working at Nerf, uh, and Joe was Joe was, I guess, on the like comic booky stuff. So he was on like superhero yeah. things, but I think he moved around. He was- yeah. Well, yeah, we were all at Hasbro. Oh, that's right, the Star Wars. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what have you been up to now? Uh, well, I uh, a few months ago, I, I up and I moved to Detroit, and just been kind of settling down here a little bit ever since. Nice. So it's it's nice to finally like stay put. I think over the last six years, I've moved like fourteen times. Oh, so. and I thought I moved a lot. Wow, that's. Well, as long as you're stoked with where you are now, I guess that's, that's like the best part of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, nice. All right. So for those of you, for those who don't know who you are, you want to tell me a little bit about what you do or like your official title? Um, yeah. So uh, I, I guess officially I, I am a um, exterior designer for GMC Advanced. Um, so I, I work at GM uh, Designing Cars, basically. Nice. So you're let's let's just kind of dive into that a little bit. Uh, were you always fascinated by cars? Did you just kind of like, oh yeah, this would be a cool gig to get into? Well, I I, I grew up around them. You know, like like they were always pretty big in my family, and before I even knew like how people designed them, I was like, oh yeah, these things are cool. Um, so I, in some ways, I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then like I was I was getting to the end of uh of high school. And I was like, oh, man, I have no idea what I want to do. And, uh, you know, um, I knew my Uncle Bob worked in the car design industry. And he was like, oh, yeah, you should go to school for this. I'm like, you can go to school for drawing cars? Um, and so that's what I did. <laughs> um, nice. So I, I found, yeah, yeah. So I, I went to Cincinnati. I went to DAP. So I have a, I have a degree in industrial design. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So for those who really don't, or kind of overlook the fact that cars actually designed by people. What is your, your day to day like when you're at GM? Um, well, it, it varies, you know, <laughs> you, you gotta be pretty flexible, but it always involves uh sketching. You know, I always go in, I, I warm up with some sketches. I get into the work day, I draw some more and 
you know, so it always involves that, but it's everything from, you know, we, we come up with a concept, we build a story around it, how it makes sense. Um, and, and all that starts with, with being delivered a package, uh, for marketing or engineering. Um, and then we, and then we try our best to make it look sweet. And, and that's the fun part of the process is, uh, is the early moments when it's sort of like, Oh yeah, we don't know what it's going to look like. So draw anything. Um, you know, and, and people kind of approach it in a lot of different ways, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I know, so I, I'm not, not necessarily a car guy, but my dad worked in, as in a garage mechanic for a while. My uncles all did. So I grew up around yeah. it, but you know, I couldn't tell you what the difference is between like a CV joint and then like a, a rear wheel bearing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Not that I'm not, mechanically inept but you know it was always one of those things that like i did have an appreciation for cars but like you Mm -hmm. said like you were yeah i I mean i I couldn't tell you (laughs) yeah i I probably couldn't tell you the difference between bearings either honestly um (laughs) (laughs) but uh but but it's interesting like you look at cars and you're kind of like oh that's so beautiful or oh that's so ugly or or whatever and, and you kind of wonder what were they thinking were they trying to be really artful? Were they just not thinking and design something terrible? Um, mm-hmm. But I find like it's it's always different. Like sometimes it's people working after hours on a small project and it turns into something. Sometimes it's all planned out by a huge company, and sometimes one dude that's never done a sketch before in his life walks in and draws something on a napkin, and they go, "Oh yeah, that's it." <laughs> you know, so it's it's very human the way the process kind of like moves you know yeah and comes into into being per se yeah literally (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so yeah i mean i I looked a little bit at your your behance account and so let's talk about the subaru xt design that you were working on can you can you dive into that a little bit like what was the your basis for that or the inspiration behind that project um so that was that was actually my uh that was my capstone that was five years of school I'll put into like one project, you know? Um, and, uh, that was after, mm-hmm. that was after working a couple different jobs. I was working at a, at a marketing agency out in Portland and then, uh, and then I landed an internship at GM. And so I got to see like, all right, here's a really small firm that can go to people like Starbucks and Nike and be like, Hey, we want to do this for you. And they go, okay, cool. Here's a bunch of money. Do it. Um, and then GM, this huge, uh, like one of the biggest countries in the world, literally, um, and having to navigate all the different channels of, okay, you got to frame things this way to engineering, this way to marketing, this way to your director, and, and you got to maintain some sort of artistic integrity. So, so it was sort of the small company versus the big corporation. And I kind of thought to myself, I was like, man, mm-hmm. Like people my age really aren't buying cars, you know, like living in Portland, people are biking a lot. They're all about the public transit system. And I was too. That stuff was awesome. And I was like, why are these big companies still trying to push yeah. out cars yeah, with I mean, all this like crazy technology in it? And it's all about where it puts you status wise and how much bling can there be on it? And I don't know, some made sense, but others I was like, who's going to buy that, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, kind of playing off what you're saying with uh, bigger cities and like the public transportation and people people biking back and forth. You know, I think I've driven my car maybe twice in the past two weeks and it's been driving back and forth between Connecticut because I have, you know, I can walk three blocks and get to a subway 
or I'm taking my bike back and forth to work. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see that, or what you're saying that, you know, GMC is dumping money into new designs to try and push it towards, especially our generation where we're not really leading into buying cars. Per um, se. Sort of. Yeah. And it's not just GM. It's like, it's all car companies, you know? Um, and, and, and it, it appeals to some people, mm-hmm. but for me, um, I don't know. I, I, at the time I'd, you know, I, I love traveling. I love being outdoors. Um, but I also love cars and it would be great if my car could facilitate the life that I, that I aspire to have for myself, you know? Um, and I think that was the last time I actually saw you is when I definitely decided, all right, I wonder what it's like to own an adventure vehicle. So I got in my Sabaru, the thing I've been driving all through college and I, I drove to Acadia, uh, I don't know, two, three years ago in January. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh, our senior yep. year of college. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a sick trip. Um, but the idea behind that was like, all right, you know, if if people my age, if people like me don't want to buy cars for screens and for bling and, and for technology, that's just going to drive the price up. What would they buy a car for? And so I was like, all right, I'm going to take a trip with my car. I'm going to sleep in my car for a little bit and I'm going to go experience something going to I'm going to sort of, you know, step off the ledge a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see what a vehicle might need uh to facilitate those sort of activities. And oddly enough, <laughs> they, they don't really need complicated uh computers or uh or changeable lights or or you know, any frivolous thing that you could put on a car. Really, they just need um some kind of navigation, some way of keeping you warm and and a place to be comfortable. Um, and so I, I kind of put the effort into that. So, so you see the interior, there's a hammock that stretches over it and these beautiful little details like tessellations going on in the interior instead of a screen. It's just like a little bit of a nicer place to be. Um, it's pretty Spartan, but it's all very purposeful. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm looking at your Behance again and I actually, while you're saying it, you know, I can definitely visualize this being something that someone who's going to go cross country or someone that's trying to get to the next mountain so they can actually hit a better line while skiing. This is more of the a vehicle for them per se, where it's not like you're dumping, you know, you don't need the heated seats per se, or the, the fancy computer in the car that does X, Y, and Z. It's just a very basic, like, Hey, like, you know, we know that you like to be outside. Here's a car that can handle you being outside as extended periods of time. Or at yeah. least that's what I'm getting from it. <laughs> No, that, those are the exact thoughts. Um, you know, I, even even down to the proportion, and and you know, like that's that's the most important bit. The design doesn't really matter. It's all about what kind of car it is. And I was like, well, well, people drive trucks; they're very capable. But you wouldn't need to haul anything in this. And and for the lifestyle of the person, it's a two seater car. It only it only be used every now and then. Um, but I thought like that that bed of the truck could be interpreted a couple different ways. So it, it is a truck, but if you look at it, it doesn't look like it can haul. Um, so I use that space a little differently to, to sort of facilitate, you know, put gear back there, put your skis back there, put your bike back there. Um, you know, it, so it, even then it's taking what we know and sort of reframing it a little bit, um, for the, a new type of consumer. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a beautiful design. I mean, I know you're have to be very proud of it. I know for a fact, if it came out today, I'd probably trade in my car tomorrow <laughs> and pick that up. <laughs> Well, but thanks, man. I mean, I'd probably like to have one too. It, it needs some refinement, but. 
Hopefully we'll see it out in the streets someday soon. Uh, so with the GTO variant that I'm looking at right now, uh, I mean, obviously GTOs are more of a, a muscle, American muscle car looking type of car. And the variant that you sketched up looks very different than what you would see from, you know, especially Pontiac and the boys over uh, at GM. Is that something that's there potentially could be coming back? Or is this kind of like, yeah, I really like this car. Let me see what I can do with it. Well, you know, so I started doing those um, between school and I got my job and and I really like niche cars, things that are kind of, you know, going away or unloved or you don't see too many of them. And, um, and the Pontiac brand has been dead for a few years now. And I, and I truly believed they killed it right as they were about to get on to something good. Like it was this really pure, full volume, like nineties style design, but elevated a little bit. Um, if you look at the Pontiac Solstice and, and then they just killed it and then I was looking at cars on the road I'm like oh they all kind of look the same they're all really busy they're all kind of going down this like Japanese-esque sort of you know thought creases and, and curves and things and I was like well, well Pontiac was going in a different direction I wonder what would happen if they kept going and made a flagship car so, so on the road today that GTO would be this full volume really pure uh, statement and so it would it would just stand out on the road um and, you know like muscle cars we tend to think of them like what they looked like in the 60s but muscle car is anything you, you know it, we, we we could redefine it if we wanted to so i i think that gto sketch has a really nice combination between that like brutal muscularity of of what we know american muscle cars to be but also it has a lot of refinement uh, and a lot of subtlety about it, which I thought was was pretty pretty cool. Those sketches might have gotten me the job at GM because those are one of the newer things in my portfolio when I went to interview. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty proud of that one rear view on there. I really like that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's I, I my dad drove a a '77 Pontiac Trans Am, uh, so oh, yeah. I've always been around Pontiac. So just seeing that, I was like, oh, that's GTO. That's pretty red. Um, so it instantly <laughs> caught my eye once I saw the badge on it. Um, but yeah, no, this, your, your portfolio from what I'm seeing is absolutely amazing. And if, if you're listening to this right now and you want to see more, um, Joe, what, where can they find your work? Oh, um, anywhere where an internet connection is available. Um, I'm on, <laughs> I'm on Behance. My whole portfolio is on there. Uh, I update with sketches pretty regularly. It's just Joseph Boniface at, a. I guess it's behance.com forward slash Joseph Boniface. But if you go on there and Google it, find me. Um, I'm on Instagram. My handle's Bonifadgeo. Um, I don't know how to spell that. It's my last name, but instead of a B-O-N-I-F-A-J-E-O. Um, and I update that as regularly as I do my Behance. So. Um, or you could just look at my portfolio and call me and say, hey. How's it going? I like your work. Yeah, no, man. Uh, it was awesome that I, when I saw your your handle pop on my up on my Instagram, I was like, oh, that's Joe. I definitely got to say hello and see how it's going. So I'm glad things are uh, going well, man. Thanks again for being on the show. Oh, dude, thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Well, uh, yeah, I wish you all the best luck in the future. Yeah, but no, with uh, any of the sketches that you've been working on, are any of those going to be in the production line anytime soon, or are you not at liberty to say? <laughs> um, I, I contributed to a th- few things that are going to get pushed out, um, but but one of one of the cool things and also one of the drawbacks of my position 
is I'm, mm-hmm. is I'm on the advanced team at DMC. So we do all the concept okay. cars. So anything I do, it, it won't likely be in production immediately because it'll be like, it'll be a study of, of oh, here's where we could take the brand. You know, they're, they're the cool cars that exist without a criteria. But that stuff tends to influence the production stuff. So it might be another year or so uh, before I start getting sketches into production, um, into production work. But the goal is in the next few years, man, you know, start uh, start getting some stuff picked and seeing it on the road. Hell yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, thanks again, Joan. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, for sure, man.